Bam. Back again. Back again. God, I hope these storms don't knock... I mean, you you had a storm and it knocked your power out, right? Yeah, we had the remnants of the Hurricane Isaiah's? Isaiah that was making its way up the coastline uh, this past Tuesday, which was August 4th, for those of you keeping track at home. Uh, we got hit with the tail end yeah. of it, and it was just around long enough yeah the hurricanes hurricane don't even knock out the power. don't even want to get, have anything to do with the covid 19 either it's just like yeah we, so. we're gonna come on the land but then we're like fuck it no yeah. yeah i don't think it was supposed to make landfall in florida i don't think it did and it just like, kind of just swooped up, up the yeah <laughs> it's like not having the, any of this yeah we got a little bit of, we, I mean, we're still up. getting some storms here but like it's nothing that you know we're not getting like high yeah, winds not, or anything like that yeah it's not a high winds and i was telling steven before this started um it only was like high winds and heavy rain for like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. And it was just long enough to knock out the power in most places and create a lot of havoc with like, you know, down power lines and down trees wow. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it was just a complete mess. I was telling him I didn't have power from 4.30 in the afternoon on, t- on Tuesday to until 2 a.m. That's how long it took to restore eight, power. In an eight-hour just prison sentence. Just <laughs> basically, it, you don't realize how much you rely on power and internet until you don't have it yeah. anymore. And then it becomes very, very apparent that it's a necessity. I mean, we can't and, even do the show, you know, without any of that stuff. Yeah, hypothetically, <laughs> if we were still recording on Tuesdays or whatever day, I may not have had internet. I was actually this, you know, really close to telling Stephen that we couldn't do our new episode of Cinema Discovery Project because I didn't know if I would have the internet back yeah. up by the day we we usually record. But luckily, everything got restored. Everything was back up. I got to watch my beloved movies. Yes. I was missing out on that eight-hour window of. And, yeah, so... Here we are. Here we, Here we are. are for another episode. And uh, if you uh, listened to the last episode, The Big City, which was great... It's one of the great movies. Yes, it was. Uh, at the end of that episode, which we do every episode, uh, the next person pitches a movie for the next episode, and it was my turn, and I pitched the 1966 movie directed by Harold Ramis, Multiplicity. Ooh, you said 1966. Did I say 1966? <laughs> I just rewinded. It's like work is first, and my family is a close second. I'm a, I'm a distant third, bringing up the rear. By a miracle of modern science... I just need a little time for myself. Doug Kinney is about to get the one thing he needs more of. Doug? Your clone. Himself. So, uh... What, uh, what do I feed it? Now... Between the two of us, we're gonna get a lot of stuff done. We're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna be awesome. There are two Dougs to go around. I'll get the dishes, now drive the kids to school. Thanks. Two Dugs to share the load. When do you have time to do all this? I suggest we all do them every morning. Find out what he had for breakfast. But it's still not enough Dugs. I hate to ask you, honey, but could you pick up the kids? To get the job done. Two. Like to meet three. Hi. How are you? Bit of, bit of a different time frame we're talking about here. Yeah, it would, probably would have been a different um, movie. The special effects probably wouldn't have been nearly as good with the uh, replacement no, of faces. No, they wouldn't have. Um... But um, yes, uh, we, yes, go on. Yeah, Multiplicity, uh, 1996, starring Michael Keaton, um, uh, Andy McDowell, 
Um, and so a lot of character actors in this movie, you know, that you might notice some from somewhere, and you know, but um, basically, this movie's about a you know, kind of kind of one of the most overused uh, kind of themes of movies: uh, the the husband who works too much. Um, that could almost be its own genre, um, and how he deals with that, and uh, and he's trying to find a way to find more time for his family and things and. So he meets this guy who knows how to clone people, and so he clones himself to try to make more time for his family. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting concept. For those of you at home, um, this was my first time ever seeing it. But I will say this, though. Um, I, we've talked about it before, but growing up, you know, going to the movie theater, I remember seeing a trailer for this movie either in the theaters or on television or something really? like that back in the day. Um, because I remember the movie. I remember the movie. I just didn't, didn't see well, it. Well, I mean, in obviously nobody saw it because I was nine nobody saw this movie old. because it only made like $21 million on a $45 million budget. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't a big success. And keep in mind, this is 1996. This is seven years after Michael Keaton was in Batman. Yeah. Um, you know, eight years after he was in Beetlejuice. This is him kind of going back to his His Mr. Mr. Mom days. Mr. Mom days and there's there's some Mr. Mom vibes in this yeah, movie there is. I found, and like I said, it was a first time for me. But and of course, it is directed by Harold Ramis, who you know has unfortunately since passed away. He passed away in 2014. Many people obviously know him for you Ghostbusters. Know, Ghostbusters. Um, he was not only a writer but he also starred in Ghostbusters. Um, he was of course a director. He directed. Um, Trading places, you know, Caddyshack, National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, Groundhog Day. Analyze this. Analyze did he do trading? Bedazzled. Did he do trading places? I, or am I think is uh, that is that no, no? That's my that's Landis. That's Landis. Yes. Yeah. He also directed Bedazzled, like I yeah. said, which is underrated. Uh, the Ice Harvest, and he directed it looks like one, two, three, four episodes of The Office. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Um. He, and, he, he, yeah. If you so, in, in modern movies, he was the father of Seth Rogen in Knocked Up, wasn't he? Um, I believe he was. Yes, he yeah. was. He's just he just uh, his credit is just Ben's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was in. I remember he was in Orange County, and I think he was wasn't he like the dean of admissions at Stanford? I remember in that movie. I don't know. Um. He was in the he do you know he was in Groundhog Day he was in that movie Airheads which is kind of underrated oh yeah yeah and, yeah and then of course um, he was in um, Ghostbusters one and two like I said which I think is where most people know him from I remember when he passed away uh, everyone went down to the Ghostbuster house in New York and they all left like Twinkies <laughs> because of his famous like Twinkie monologue in Ghostbusters um, yeah so. He has a lot of comedic roots in both writing, acting, and directing, and this movie's a comedy. Yes. That, and this was, like we said, Steven's pick, so... Um, yeah, you know, this is just, interesting. you know, I wanted to yeah. go with something lighter. We've been doing mostly, you know, heavy stuff, and, uh, you know, this is just a, a comedy that I grew up with that I very much enjoyed, and it recently finally got a Blu-ray, Um and uh, I, you know, it's great to watch it finally on in widescreen. Um, <laughs> oh, had you seen it in non-widescreen? No, yeah, mo- I think I, ha- I used to have the DVD, and it was it was still full oh, screen, dreaded full screen. Yeah. Oh. So you know, yeah, which is 
I mean, I don't want to get too techie, too nerd, nerd techie here, but it is a two, three, nine to one aspect ratio. So they to get it to a full screen, you know, four by three, the amount of footage they had to like cut off of the, you mm-hmm. know, the sides and top must have been significant. It had to be. <laughs> must have been a lot. Um, it's kind of interesting that it has a two, three, nine to one aspect ratio for a comedy because that's that's like CinemaScope. That's kind of reserved for like you know action movies and epics and well, dude. I mean, you know, we got so like many that. Michael Keatons in this movie. You want to make sure you get them all in the frame, all in the frame at one yeah. time. Yeah, because they they do do a lot of wide shots of the multiple Michael Keaton multiple Keatons clones yes. in this movie. And like Steven said, this movie does deal with cloning. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a sci-fi thrown in yeah. there, but it's mostly a comedy family drama somewhat. But but, but you don't it, that aspect of it is not like no, a focus. They don't like like they don't they don't, don't get into the tech or anything. Like it's yeah, not. They don't even explain to you really how it, how it goes along. You don't get that that scene from you know DNA from Jurassic Park telling you how they cloned the dinosaurs. Yeah, there's no frog you DNA don't, don't like or anything. That. Yeah. <laughs> Dino DNA. Yeah, yeah, we don't get any of that. It's just mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, I can basically Xerox people. Okay, uh, how much does a clone job cost? Uh, yeah, they, basic they show clone you job the process, though. <laughs> you know, like the they show you the process when they initially do it, and it's it looks weird. <laughs> it looks like they could just like clone them on like a mold of clay or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but like like Stephen said, the movie starts off right away. The conflict is established with Michael Keaton he's just you know he's a busy guy he doesn't have enough time for his job or his family um right away in this movie we get um yeah Eugene Levy pops up yeah I, yeah <laughs> and he's uh he's like his like the concrete guy basically Michael Keaton like works for a construction company he's kind he, he's kind of like one of the for like a foreman he's like a foreman yeah yeah like he's in charge and, of making sure people get the job done right um yeah and he's like yeah and Basically, so he goes to this job site, and and Eugene Levy's character just he's just sitting there like, like whatever, hey. like the job, and not job's not done, but the, like the people are working, he's just standing there. Yeah, he's just supervising. <laughs> yeah, he's just supervising, and Michael Keaton like goes up and was like, "Oh, nice job, nice job," and it's like, um, unfortunately, uh, it's the wrong address for where you should be tearing up. Yeah, they're and redoing they're redoing the driveway. driveway. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. And, and it's like right away, it's like oh damn it! You can, t- <laughs> because... you can get you can get the idea that the stress he has to deal with on a daily basis, and and um, you know, and it's funny, you know how it's played out. You know, he's just like, you know, I'm, it's like, you know, Eugene Levy, you know, doesn't want to take ownership for it, the mistake. So he's just like, I'm not gonna say that it's my fault, you know, without a lawyer present, or you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's Eugene Levy in a in a must in a, in a in like a goatee, a weird mustache. Yeah, it it's um, pre American Pie Eugene Levy, but like Christopher Guest era. Yeah, well, I mean he's always in Christopher Guest movies. Eugene Levy, he only pops up on a few times in this movie. Yeah, he's just a little bit role, a couple Levy. little bit role, you know, spots yeah. in it. But basically, Keaton's like, okay, so now we're gonna go to work and we're gonna do both driveways. And he's like, you know, and he just kind of tells him like, if you say anything else again, I'm I'm gonna beat you to death with a drywall hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, with a drywall hammer. Um, and and you get the idea that Eugene Levy's character is just a screw. He's just a screw up. Like, he's yeah. just yeah. he's just a screw up. He he. And you also get the idea that you know 
Michael Keaton's character can't is not he, he's not in a lucrative position financially when it comes to this form and business because like they can't afford to take to mess up this job and to do two jobs for the price of one yeah. you know they just can't do it and you get that in I think of the next scene where like like his boss is basically chewing him out saying why am I getting a call from like some rich person in like the Hollywood Hills saying that someone tore up his yeah. driveway and, he, and the <laughs> thing is, is he takes the he kind of takes the, the hit you know he's like you know yeah he, instead of you know throwing that guy under the bus which he probably should um he you know as he says later you know he, he's too kind of chicken shit to do it but he takes the he, he takes the blame for it and says you know don't worry about it well i'll take care of it we'll get it done on my own time and he's like his boss is like what time do you have you don't have any other time yeah and he's like <laughs> basically he's gonna have to work overtime and well yeah weekends. some some co-worker who's kind of like an what i like to call the shit weasel as what <laughs> is what uh um I, I don't take the i don't take that term uh, as my own uh christian harloff from the nice. shit weasel is a word i heard from him which I, I, mm. I every time i see a guy like this in a movie i'm like he's the shit weasel he's the guy that just like fu- like makes things more difficult and he's like always butting his way in so he's he comes by and he's like hey we got to do what it takes got to work weekends you know and then his boss calls him into the office like in my office you know like we're going to talk about this so now he's going to have to do more work and not get paid more for it so um yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so because we, so you know, he's gonna be doing. Yeah. So we go, and, go, finally go to the home, and uh, Andy McDowell. Yeah, we're introduced to Andy McDowell, who is one of my personal. She's great. Favorites. I loved her. I, I love loved Andy her in McDowell. the recent film she did, um, uh, Ready, Ready or Not, where she was. Oh, she was. I didn't know did she you not that. see it? Oh my goodness! Is that? Oh yeah. She I was the mom. Yeah. Yes, she was. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking of Magic Mike XXL because she was in that movie. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she when they're on that road trip and they end up just at that random yeah. like house, like it's her house. Um anyway, I just thinking of that. But of course, I'm a big fan of Sex Lies and Videotape, which is of course an early film from David, uh from Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh. I almost said David Cronenberg, it has to be one, <laughs> hey, but Soderbergh. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It would be wrong, Soderberg but there's nothing wrong and, with that. Yeah, and I've always been a big fan of hers after watching that movie. She was in uh, four weddings and a funeral is another or, one. Of course, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, which we just mentioned. I wonder if there's another a, Ramus. Uh, yeah, yeah, a Harold Ramus connection there. Um, yeah, she's also in Hudson Hawk, and yeah, she's a great. She, I've always, I've always liked her. Yeah, she's got great um, presence. She's got charisma. She's also, she's she also, hot. She's, she's, she's also a hot. stunning actress. She's too. also hot. Yeah, yeah, she's very beautiful, <laughs> and she's like, and she, she also. Um, they let her use her, her real voice because I believe she's she's southern. So they let her. Yeah. Use, yeah. She's from uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And they let her use her her voice in this film specifically. You could really they hear it. Yeah. You accent, could really hear it in this movie. And it works. It works for her. It works very well for her. But we right away we get established that he has, um, you know, a wife, Annie McDowell, two children, two young children, and he doesn't have enough time to do the stuff he needs to do at home and do the stuff he needs to do. With work. Yeah, the the yeah, hot water he, heater's messed up. He was supposed yeah, to see that he, he was supposed to go to Campfire Girls. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to fix the hot water heater. He can't fix it. Um, it, it, it he makes a joke. He, she's like, "You miss Campfire Girls." He's like, Look, I'm not in the Campfire Girls. I'm a brown. <laughs> I'm a brownie or something like that. Whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> and and we get and it's just like and then she talk. I, isn't this the scene? 
maybe this happens later. You'll remember when she talks about her going back to work. Not, not yet. Yeah, it's not yeah, yet. Yeah, okay. okay. So there's a, there's a scene of that later so on th- where she wants to go back to work. I believe she works in real estate. Yeah, yeah, she like she does real estate. Um, um, but we haven't gotten to there yet. But there's a so so they ca- they have a she, they have a great back and forth chemistry, even though the relationship is strained a little bit because of you know he's got to he's he's got to work nonstop basically. I, I think I think and, we're setting up the fact that she there's a lot of things that. You know he's neglecting by working so much, and with the news, he you know in this scene he kind of like breaks it to her that you know he's got to do more work and he's gonna have to work more, and she's like, "You're already not here at all. Like, right. like how are you gonna do more work?" And it, they, they're funny back and forth, though. Though it's the news sucks is is funny because, um, you know they talk about like she talks about something like you know like a video store guy. You know, like, yeah, I was just gonna yeah. mention a video story. <laughs> yeah, she, and he's talking about you know, like talking about himself. Like she's talking about him, but he's just been like, "You're cheating on me." Like it's the video store guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I knew it was maybe him, but I wasn't really sure. <laughs> you know, like, but um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they they got great story. chemistry, and then uh, by the end of the conversation, you know, he just says, "Hey, you know, I'll work through it. Well, I'll figure it out." You know. And, uh, you know, that's what you got to do. And, you know, that's what you got to do when I mean, I've, I've never had a family. I'm, I'm hopefully going to have one maybe one day. Um, but you know, yeah. I, you know, with seeing my own parents, you know, you, sometimes you just work through things and it's stressful and, you know, good relationships stay, stick together, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it's very difficult, complex, complicated. And unfortunately a lot of relationships don't hold up under the stress. No, some of people, some people give like up, this. you know? Too. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it is. It apart. is a lot, you know. And with but I with mean, kids, y- hopefully you you can do your best to to hang in there, right. and that's what they're doing. And, yeah. So in the next scene, is this when he's at the med- when they're doing work at that medical school? Yes. They're where the, yeah. And they're at that. They're at really that, kick in. They're at that medical lab place uh, where our we meet um, our scientist, our doctor, um, played by Harris Yulin. Yeah, Harris Yulin. Uh He's a underrated character yeah. actor, I think. His um, name's Doctor Leeds. Yeah, people probably haven't seen him. Not, not seen. Him. People probably don't know him by name, but you've seen him. You've seen him in a lot of stuff. Like he, he's he was in yeah, Ghostbusters too. He was the judge in Ghostbusters too. He's in Clear and Present Danger. He's in Scarface. I mean, he he's just shows up and thing. If any heck, he's in. He's still working today. Oh he's yeah. In, he was in the show that. It, um, Netflix series Ozark. I mean, yeah, yeah he was the he was the old man. Yeah, he was the old man that uh, they they lived in the house with. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he was, yeah. and yeah, he's been a character actor now. Looks like since the seventies, basically. And yeah, he was in. He's been in a bunch of things. So you'll know you you'll know him when you see him. And he's this doctor. And basically, what happens, and Stephen, you know it better than I do, is that uh, they're doing work there, and then something. And then the, something goes wrong. Something wrong gets like, wrong. Goes wrong with the pipe. A pipe leaks. Yeah, like the water, like the water starting to leak out of a pipe or flow, flow out of a pipe. Or yeah, and he goes to try to fix it, and it, and it gets. And he makes it worse, and then he starts beating the shit out. Of, you know, stuff with yeah, the wrench. Yeah, and just, he's just drenched in water, yeah. just frustrated beyond belief. Because you know, this is another thing where, if you screw up at a job like this, you know, you're liable for. The damages that yeah. you do and all that kind of stuff. Also, well, that it puts you also put you behind and and, and, and inspections behind, and 
And yeah, also, word to the wise, anybody doing any plumbing work anywhere, turn off the water yeah. before you start messing around with pipes. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. Of course. <laughs> I've seen too, too many stories of people's houses getting accidentally flooded or pipes, you know, opening up. And it's like, just turn off, find the water main, know where your water main is, and then, you know, turn that, make sure that's turned off or whatever. Uh, because then you get what happens here. So afterward, he's... He's, like, trying to, like, dry off his clothes, and he's still frustrated, and then the, the doctor comes up to him and is like, uh, you know, what <laughs> What do you do? You seem to have a lot of stress. What do you do to, like, you relax. know? Relax. Relax. Ah. He's like, oh, I play golf. And he's like, oh, how often do you do it? He's like, oh, once a year or something <laughs> uh, like that. Never. 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 <laughs> yeah, basically never. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, and then he's like, uh, you know, he's like, I, I can, I, I think I can help you, you know, like, it's like, I'm sorry, I, I don't think I went to medical school. I don't think I can... Uh... Oh, yeah, he brings him to his office. There's a scene where he's sitting on, like, a like a, a psychiatrist couch. Well, I mean, he, uh, well, before he couch. invites him back, he tells him, you know, he's like, he's like, I can help you. He's like, I don't think I... I think he thinks he's like, I can get you a job here. And he's like, I didn't go to medical school, so I can't... He's like, no, 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 no. I, I can... My my job, he's like, I, can, I create time, you know. I, you know... And he he kind of he's very vague about what he does, and then he's like, right. okay. Um, so then <laughs> so then, then he then does he go and see him. him. Yeah. And then he goes and like, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not that type of doctor. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, oh, what kind of doctor are you? And then this is when he starts explaining things. He says, um, I clone. Yeah, he he does things. it in a very like like lead up way. He's like, it's like, first a clone, you know, first it was like. Um, some kind of microorganism, and he's like, then it was a worm, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, God bless you, sir. <laughs> he's like, then we did a chimp, and he's like, okay, and then he's like, last year, and then suddenly, his own clone of himself walks in, walks yeah. in, <laughs> and I'll be honest, if I saw this in real life myself, I think I would start freaking out. Yes, he's he's very uh. <laughs> Michael Keaton's character, whose name is Doug, is very open to this whole idea. Very like, oh, okay, that seems that seems to be. I love his reaction. Normal. I love his reaction to the first time he says he creates clones. It's just I, I do this. I, this movie is one of the movies where like there's certain parts of it, even when it's little small things that I actually have seen it so many times that I actually do it in real life. So like there, like when he's like. He's like, I make clones. And then he's like, okay. All right. <laughs> he's like, well, that's it. <laughs> it's like, I'm good. Well, so every once in a while, I'll be... be like, if I hear something, I'm like, I don't believe it. I'm like, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. But it's um, one of those things where when someone says something so outrageous that you don't know how to react, you're like, oh, all right. All right. All all right, right that's all good right. enough for me. All right. Time for me. It's just, it's just the, it's the, the, the conviction of how he says it, the, the, the addiction, you know, just the way he delivers the line. I'm just like, ah, it's hilarious. I think the little things like that can be make or break yeah, a movie, I'll say, you know. I'll say this about the movie. Michael Keaton is is extremely diverse in his acting abilities, and the nuance he puts into this performance is more than I think the performance was uh, probably looks I, you're like. Basically, you're saying he... he, he, he he brought up the movie. Yeah, he carried the yeah, movie, I, mean, I think, himself. Just because the way in which, if you've ever seen Ke Michael Keaton, 
um, in certain roles, he's like, he'll, he'll, he'll do extra stuff that you don't think someone else would do in a specific role. Like whether it's a different, it's a body movement, it's a look, it's like, you know, the way he pronounced the, like what you just said, yeah. adds a little extra to it. And I think it really elevates well, this movie more than I think is on paper for his performance, for his character. Well, like you could have played this character yeah. straight up and it, the movie wouldn't have worked. Well, you, but he adds his little extra flair to it, his little extra movements and mannerisms. And you'll see it as we go along, as you see all these these different clones and we'll get into like, you know, how each one is different and shows a different personality. Um, so, but, but the one thing, on, and the one thing you got to yeah, remember about Keaton is, <laughs> Is he's also a comedian in real life? Like he was a, com- I mean, I don't know that he yes. does a lot of work now, but he was a stand-up comedian. So, comedy is kind of his core, you know, like yeah, to what he does. A, so, a lot of these, I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not un, um, you know, it's I was, how, I was, how am I going to say this? A lot of great dramatic actors got their start in comedy. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean personally, I was going to well, say personally, my one of probably my favorite actor is Robin Williams. Yeah, you know, started off as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and he became a great dramatic actor. Yeah, uh, won an Oscar for dramatic acting. Yeah. I mean, so has Tom. Tom Hanks did, did it twice, back-to-back years. Um, it's very fascinating how it really shows the depth of talent of certain individuals that they're able to be that diverse. Yeah. Some can't do it. Some try and it just doesn't work. And it's. Um, it's unfortunate. I would say Jim Carrey is also Definitely. diverse in that in that range as well. Um, A- but yeah, Adam so, Sandler on occasion. Yeah, he he does it on occasion. I, I I still keep thinking of Punch Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, I really I think about that movie a lot. <laughs> um, it just like that's one of his best performances. Yeah. Um, outside of what we just saw from Uncut Gems, but moving along, um. He's like he asks, you know, how much one of these yeah. uh, these clone jobs? How much jobs? does a clone job, <laughs> the standard, no nothing fancy, uh, you yeah, know, just a just standard straight, basic yeah. clone job cost? And then he kind of just gives him a look like I'll cut you a deal, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he ever like pays him for you it. You don't see him pay him for it, but I'm assuming he probably paid him some kind of like standard or that, or maybe he gave, did it for free because he just wanted to experiment, you know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah, it just. And you know it's for science. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so now you go through a whole scene of the process, the process of them yeah. getting set up, and, and of course Keaton's nervous, um, and he's just like, you know, like who isn't? Who <laughs> he's like, be? you're not going to make me look like that guy, are you? Like one of the assistants. He's <laughs> like, you're not. I'm not going to turn out looking like him, right? And he's like, I hope not, you know. And then he like, you know, says like, it's not. It's like, have you seen The Fly? Which is a Cronenberg reference. He's like, you know, like he. He's like, he's got the. Hi, like, Doug. I'm not going to be like. You know, yeah. So I'm not, he's like, nah, that's, that's not a g- great reference. Yeah, because that's that's a science experiment going wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so, the, and how then, many movies have you seen where science experiments go wrong? Yeah, most like, of all them. The time. <laughs> I mean, medical accidents happen in real life as well. Of course, we science just don't hear about them. Happen in real life as well. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. They usually, they, yeah. They, <laughs> I haven't seen anyone get turned into a human fly lately. Not lately. I don't know not lately. If, if that's happened. If it is, they kept it really hush hush. Definitely. Um. So we see all all the like like a montage of the cloning procedure where they take like blood from him, they give him like injections and all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah, well, the, the, before they, they put him to sleep, he's just like, yeah. he's like count backwards from 10. He's like, yeah, that's going to work. 10, <laughs> but, and then he just nines off after 10. 
<laughs> yeah, I've, every time I've had a procedure done, they've always say count backwards from 100. Yeah, yeah. And I always get to like, I don't know, 95, yeah. 96, and then I'm out. Um, and so, so yeah, they're scanning them. That. It's like old scanning 90s them. technology. <laughs> yeah, those old, uh, those old big... Heavy, heavy uh, computer monitors. Beep, beep, beep. And you hear noises like, back in elementary school. Yeah. Uh, those things are those things are heavy as heck. Um, and we, we see like his his clone come to life, if you will. Like he just kinda, it's like, like it's like it's underneath a Ziploc like thing. It's like m- like a mold. Mo- yeah, it's it's gross like looking. I don't... Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so it's yeah, and then you, and then it makes like a like a microwave sound, like it's done. Oh yeah, there's like an egg timer, <laughs> like like kitchen timer, like ding, and he's and he's done, and so then we get a little uh, a little trickery scene where you know he's waking up, and and the doctor's waking him up, checking his checking his pupils, his eyes, and he's like so and he's like oh is it is it done? Is it, how did it, it go? go? Did it work? And then and so how then go? the clone walks in, right? But but and he's like he's like is that it? And he's like wait. I'm not it. You're it. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who's who's it? <laughs> who's the who's yeah, the like, original? And so the doctor, he's like, "Let me show you this." So the one that was that just got woken up, he he pulls his ear back and it shows a two, and he's like, "You're right. the clone." He's like, "Like, but wait a second, I remember everything." Like, it's like, yeah, you have all of his memories leading up to the procedure. So you know that's why you think you're him, but you're no, you're number, you're the clone. So, so yeah. And then uh, he's like, you know, you'll have matching IDs. Here you go. And uh, great. And he's like, he just like looks at him. He's like, astonishing. Yes. And he walks right. away. And so now both Keatons are standing there looking at each other. And one of my favorite things, you know, and he's just like, so uh, where are you from? <laughs> and then he just having like a moment and they both laugh. And, and then it cuts away. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know, because it was the first time watching the film for me so things got a little confusing when it came to like this initially was confusing you know who was the clone who was real but then things become really as or distinctive yeah as the as each as to who is who as as each clone kind of starts to have its own experiences they their personalities start to like very much like the become diverse diverse, yeah um and distinct and so initially he sets him up at in his like garage, well, it's like yeah, it's, it's like, like a garage apartment. Garage apartment, yeah. And basically, this is he. There's a whole series like, yeah, this is where you're gonna stay, and you know, <laughs> we need to get the satellite dish so we get all the sports channels and all the. Yeah, ah, I don't know about that. I don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, Laura's not, Laura, who is Andy McDowell's character. I don't think she'll go for that. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're so. You're so he says like, oh, you're so whipped. He's like, Whoosh, and all that. You're stuff. whipped, man. Yeah. And. And you start the right right away. You start to see the difference between the original and the clone, and what ends up becoming apparent, like throughout the re- throughout you know as the movie goes along, is this version of the clone adopts all of his like masculine character traits. Yeah. To the his force. workaholic. Like, this is his uh, yeah. masculine version. Because I mean, he's basically from the get go just basically becomes the guy that goes to work. I mean, he's the guy. He yeah. is the guy that goes to work. And uh, so, yeah, he so becomes the, very. So they set up some ground rules. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So then, that so then way. Laura shows up, and they both wave and say hey to her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they do, and 
And then yeah, Keaton so has to, and then number not, one yeah, has to not, knock uh, number two down. <laughs> yeah, so basically, like Steven said, um, the original Doug will, will, the one who will do like the home stuff, and then the other, and then, you know, they call him, they initially call him just two. Yeah, yeah. We got the two. But he he later adopts a name, and it's Lance. 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 I don't think it's his. It's just the name he used with the girls. But we'll get back to that later. <laughs> right, we will. They so he'll be doing all like the work with the construction yeah. company and all that kind of stuff. And then we kind of we kind of see like another montage of that happening of how that's well, going. So yeah, like they all, all initially he goes to the, like. Well, see, they, they, they both they, end up showing up to work at the same time and confuse the heck out of the secretary. Well, yeah, I was gonna say first, first he we we get the original, we get one original Doug's point of view, and he's talking to his wife, saying, "Hey, you can go back to work." He gives her the good news; she can go back to work because um, he knows he's gonna be freed up to help her. Um, because you know, or maybe is that after? That might be after. Um, well, they initially they have that yeah, conversation. Yeah. I want to say before the cloning occurs. I thought they had. The I think it's after the first day. Um, I think it's at, like because he wakes up to go to work, but we get it from the number two's point of view. So number two goes mm. in first, and he's setting up. He's getting things going, and then uh, he goes into a meeting. And then number one, the original shows up, and he's like, "Didn't we just see you go into the meeting?" And then he comes up with this whole scheme of like, "I spilled coffee on my shirt." Then I left. Yeah, I had to change the shirt. I had a shirt in the car, and then oh, I, had to get, I had to get my briefcase for the meeting, for the meeting that I'm, already started. And, and, and then he's like, "Well, so, but then what? What's going to happen is, is I'm going to go back out, and then after the meeting's done, you'll see me come out in the original shirt." And she's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Hey, just forget this ever happened, you know." And so, so he, he then, which this is another thing I I do sometimes. So he gets on the phone to call him his number two. And he like puts on this voice, and I sometimes will do this voice with people like, uh, uh, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, Carl, say it's Carl Rogerson. Carl Rogerson's here." You know, like he tries to come up with a name, and he can't think of a name, so he's just like two first names. Um, and uh, so then he gets number two, and number two's like, "Who is this?" He's like, "It's me. It's it's you. It's it's us." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let me take this yeah. in my office. Yeah. So yeah, he's like. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm just, I, I, you know, I did all this work. He tries to say, I'll go to this other, you know, site and work on that. And he's like, no, nah, I've already done it. He's like, he's like, what do I do? And he's like, live it up, man. This is what we're supposed to be doing, right? I know. So, what does he do? He's, he's, you know. So then he goes home, and this is this is when he that scene I think happens where he his wife comes home and he tells her the good news about how he's gotten help. He's like, we got a new guy. Oh, yeah, he has an assistant. Yeah, we got a, yeah, he's a new guy. You don't know. You don't know him. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's but I, who is he? I try. I I trust him like I trust myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a new guy. He's really new guy. Very new guy. You don't know him. You know, he's new. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a new guy. So that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He's new. You know, but I, I mean, he's going to be taking care of everything. You know, and uh, so you know, he. This is when he tells her he can. She can take her real estate job because her friend that she used to work with. Who has now gotten promoted is now offering her her old job, and so now right. she gets to go back to work. And of course, this makes her very happy. And she's like, "We got to put the kids to bed early tonight." You know, sex, obviously. Yeah, yes, of course, of course, of course. She's like, "We got to get the kids, uh, you know, to bed early." And he's like, "What time is it?" He's like, "It's six o'clock." Kids bed. You know, like tells him, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> "That's early enough. <laughs> That's good enough." You know. 
and then it cuts away and then um i think where are we at i think we maybe we cut to yeah we cut this is the second time we see sean levy's character where they're at that work site and he shows up and um doug too is like uh what time is it <laughs> he's like Ah. Yeah, it's like two o'clock. He's like, it's nine o'clock in New York, which makes it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's two o'clock. It's like two thirty here. Five o'clock in New York. He's like, why is your watch on New York time? <laughs> I never got it changed. I don't know what. It's like, what time did I tell you to be here? One thirty. You know, so he's an hour late, and so he decides he's gonna fire him finally because this one is a no nonsense. This Doug's a no nonsense worker guy, and um, so then he like puts him in his truck and like. You know, oh, yeah, he, like, drags him, basically drags him from the work site. Yeah. And Eugene Levy's character is such a... A dope. You know, he's not, yeah. he's a nothing, really, not a, yeah, he's a nothing, like, he's, he's, like, tries to protest, but not really. Yeah, and, he's, yeah. And, and so he, like, puts him in his truck and then, him, like, takes it the, out of gear and then it rolls backwards out of the site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, then everyone's standing around, he's like, what is everybody standing around for? Get back, get to, back work. to work. He's like, you, you fired him, man. He's like... Yeah, he sucks at his job. He's like, yeah, but he's got like sixteen kids. It's like, yeah, he's been married like seven times. That's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, well, this is yeah. This Doug is more like we just said, straight laced, masculine, no nonsense, strong willed, yeah. yeah. um, you know, no nonsense. Yeah, version of Doug's personality, and it, it, we get to see, you know, we get to see other diverse versions of Doug's personality later on. But um, now he gets a call from his wife. Um, yes. And she really needs his help because the kids, like, specifically the daughter has, like, a picture day at her ballet. Yes, and they, she, they need to be picked up, and she can't do it. And and then he's like, then he calls... Yeah, he agrees to do it. original Doug. He agrees to do it, and then he calls Doug one, who's about to tee off at golf. Yes, <laughs> and it's funny because it's as the, soon as he's in his backswing, he gets the ring, and then he like throws the club as he's. <laughs> yeah, so he goes. He rushes to get the kids, get her, get his daughter all ready, get her, you know, and then brings her to the ballet. And then the the woman running the ballet says, "Oh, you you didn't get the message? Oh yeah, pictures tomorrow." This shit has happened like, to what? me before too. Not 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 specifically pictures, but like when right. you've like really worked hard to get to something. And you think you're like, I just made it. And then they're like, oh, it's been rescheduled. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I went out of my way to get here. That's happened to me, too. Yeah, gotta hate that. It's it's really, really frustrating. And and, and, and so Keaton's... Very relatable. Doug's like, like, yeah, you're just kidding. We're here for the pictures. And she's like, yeah, they're tomorrow. And he's like, get a photographer down here right now. (laughs) She's like, I'll it's see really... what I can do. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. We get no conclusion to that story. Yeah, really. it doesn't matter. It's just about it putting him. It's to... about putting him through the ringer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another thing. It's it's another. If anything, it's kind of a foreshadowing to like something that happens a little later, because like even though he's got a a clone now doing his you know day job, he still has stresses in. The, the stuff that he's doing now. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing, you know, if though this is on the surface right. a very simple comedy, it's not, it's not too complex, not too deep, but it is a movie about somebody that's uh, stretched themselves too thin, and you know, like I said before, this is a movie about a, a man who 
is a workaholic that only you know, is, is not spending enough time with his family. And, you know, what's happening here is, though, the thing is, is he's not changing anything. He's creating, he thinks he's creating a solution, but in the, the solution's not, you know, he's not changing anything to get the solution other than splitting himself up and making things more complicated. Um, yeah, he's not. He's not, well. If anything, he's not changing himself. He's not changing. He's all. not willing to change who he is to make his life better. He's just trying to look, find a loophole. You know. Yeah, he's trying to find solutions to problems in the short term. Well, he's trying basically. to do it the half-ass way by splitting it. Yeah. But by by keeping, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. He wants to be able to keep doing the work he's doing because he doesn't think he has any other choice. Um, right, and so he c- continues to make things more complicated by cloning himself more times. Um, when, when, in- yeah, and we'll we'll see that coming up soon. Yeah, um, where I don't know. Do you want to cut to the to the dinner scene? Um, oh. we'll see. Ne- yeah, see. Well, first the kids. They, he takes the kids back, and they're oh, the, the foot <sighs> the football game. Well, no, first it's pretty funny. Well, that we did. I think we skipped that. It was somewhere in there. It was like during the first day. It was before he went golfing, and he like yeah. he went to like his with, son's football game, and uh, the the coach is like having a hard time. He's getting berated by all the parents, saying, "Hey, my son needs to play. I didn't pay for this for him to only play like five minutes, less than five, you know." Yeah, the coach goes, "I only have four rounds to work with," <laughs> and and basically, um, Doug just tries to talk to him calmly. Is like, "Hey, man, if you run like you know." More pro style offense well, he, you know, he, with multiple sets, and I'm like, dude, this is pee wee football. They're not running multiple sets. He's in a pro trying style to get offense. on his good side so then he can say, hey, my son, you know, he's. It's like <laughs> you should put my son. Yeah, in. He'll help you out. Yeah, yeah, he'll help. He'll he'll make it. You know, he'll make it better. And then the coach is like, you know what, you do it. He hands him like the whistle and yeah. like, the clipboard and just quits. And then there's a cut to like the, I believe dinner at the house, and then. The, and then, and then you know, the son's all happy yeah. because, like, hey, we actually, you know, we scored today. And stuff yeah, like I, that. I think this was the lead into like, then when she he tells her that she can take her job, and then yes, and then yes. yeah, that was the lead into that. So, what was interesting? What is interesting about the movie is that you get like side little story wrinkles. I like to yeah. call them, and there's no real follow up to them. They're just kind of there. Like it's we just, never see him actually coaching this Pee Wee Suns team. We never. It's filling you know, out. It's filling. It's filling out like the that. the you know, the characters giving him yeah, a little just bit. just showing, you know. like, what he's able to do now, you know, now that he has a clone doing his other work. Yeah. So, going back to the, you know, jumping back forward, um, so the kids are, like, kind of taking advantage of the fact that they have their dad watching them. So they're going crazy. He's on the phone with somebody. She, the, the daughter is, like, banging, you know, spoons and forks on plates, and he's trying to cut a plastic rat with a saw which looks which is ridiculous this is the mr mom yeah yeah yes of the movie and um so you know and he's like trying to microwave a pizza with i don't know what the hell he's doing and he's he's got a pizza in his hand and then the son comes in takes the radio that's playing some annoying kid song on it and they run around calling each other duty heads um duty head (laughs) duty head (laughs) and then of course they're going crazy and then he yells at him and says Get in, go to your rooms, and he's like, "Hey, can we have cake?" And then you know, then he runs him off, and then um, this is where I think he starts to. I think this is where he goes to see the. Does he go to the boat, to the dock, maybe, or does he go? Um, 
Or maybe is it? We see a kind of a side. I can't remember. That's not until. Or is, it, is, or is the dinner the next? Clone. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say because there's, there's two boat scenes. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple boat scenes. Sequences. But I think he tries to go sailing and then, like, it wasn't a good experience. And then he's like, he makes the, he, he goes up to see the, the guy that runs the dock and he's just like, um, yeah, it was like a bumper car is out there. And he's like, it's like, you want this t shirt? He's like, you sailed with Walden or whatever it is. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, can I get one of them shirts that says, I got a refund with Walden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Oh, man. I can't remember if that happens. Before or at, before later, yeah. Because I know, like later on, he does go on the boat. Again I think it is. I think it is later. So, time. I think the dinner scene is next, and it's like, um, right. So he goes to dinner so with he, his wife. With his wife, and yeah. um, and they're there, and then of course, coincidentally, his clone is also there on a date with someone. Yeah, with somebody <laughs> that works in the office. Yeah, or some yeah, someone that's somehow connected to his job, and so there's a comedian, you know, a scene of like physical comedy where like at one point they, they see each other and then well, like, oh shit. yeah well well see the original doug is there because now he wants he's kind of going back on things he's like look i'm gonna need you to quit your job things were a lot mm. better when you were at home you know so i can't get things done you know so of course she's upset because she's loving going back to work and um doug's you know doing his best to try to be tough about it but he he, he knows he's he's not making sense so then he does notice that the other Doug's there, and they both kind of like he's like chokes on a piece of food as he's like you know, and um, yeah, as he sees them, and then he um, he they try to avoid each other. Well, well, he, they try to avoid the um, you know, each person they're with to see the other person. Yeah, they because that's they try to make their way into the bathroom. Problem. They both go to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, they both go to the bathroom and. And he doesn't he yeah he talks to the other Doug and he's like what what are you doing here and he's like well I've gotta I've gotta do you he's know like, I gotta do something I, I haven't seen Laura I, I haven't seen Laura in weeks like I I don't like I have yeah, my I own life too I just, I'm not allowed to see her basically yeah I mean I'm you're, I'm not a monk like I can't like just work and then like I have needs too basically so he's not like, only that but it's like you you get to see, and I mean like I said this movie is basically all surface level. But it, you know, just kind of pulling back the layers a little bit, it does show, you know, regardless of whether this person's a clone, they're still human, like you said, still has human needs, but also still has a human desire for some things other than just work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like recreational you you could, know, activities. You, you could say in the, Going out to dinner. You could say going, in you know, a et cetera, sense et cetera. that, you know, this part of Doug... If it wasn't so literal, and you just said, "Hey, this is the worker," this could be the 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 um, potential future of the Doug who only cares about work, you know, because you know this Doug knows the memories of of you know and the thoughts of Doug, you know, before. So at some point, yeah. he did think about this woman that he's with as attractive. Oh, okay, if you think about it that way, this could be. Well, he does straight up ask him. Doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he says he's like he, 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 he's like they both. He's like they both obviously are attracted. I mean, they're attracted to her. He's like, but you can't. Right. He's like, you can't cheat on Laura. He's like, I don't see but Laura. The, yeah, I've never seen Laura. I don't see Laura. Yeah, I mean, so for him, it's not. It's not cheating. I mean, no, but it's it's odd though because you know, is he just? This is where we have to ask ourselves the question: Is he just a you know? Is he Doug or is he more than Doug? 
You know what I mean? Wait, he's, once he's, he, once he's been separated and he's has different experiences, now he's not Doug anymore. Yeah, do our experiences basically define who who we are as people? Yeah. You know, that's a kind of a whole that's part it's part yeah and discussion and and like I said yeah. it, it kind of the splits off of Doug I, I would say maybe except for the last Doug that they create yeah that uh, he's more we'll there he's that. more there for just for you know comedic, comedic purposes? Pur- purposes but the other but two Dougs like, play on both yeah. sides of his his psyche and yeah. you know um and you could say that they're they're looked at as potential pathways um but. So they're both in there and they're talking, and then suddenly one of the the hosts of the of the restaurant comes in, and so he he dunks the the original Doug dunks Doug too into the um to the sink, and he's just like I'm washing his face. You never seen a guy wash oh, another yeah, guy? Because they're both they're, yeah, they're both in the bathroom together, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like next to each other, and they're all doing the same like mannerisms while yeah. they're using the restroom. Like zip up their like pants at the same, the same time, same way, yeah. and like you know you know move their shoulders the same way, and it's. It, it's interesting how how they they were able to to pull to it get off that yeah. all to sync up. Yeah, and so yeah, the guy walks in and he original Doug dunks Doug two into the sink and he's like, what, "What's what's wrong? You never seen a guy wash another guy's face?" It's like <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, okay." <laughs> and then he leaves and then he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "That guy walked in. I had to do something." <laughs> so so I think Doug original Doug comes out first. But then the date that Doug Two was on with sees him first, so he has to go to her. And then you know the opposite happens. He goes, Doug Two goes to the wife. So now they don't know what the other was having conversations. They don't know what they were talking about. So Doug Two goes back over, and the wife's like, you know, I, like I don't want to argue about this. He's like, argue about what? He's like me going back to work. He's like, he's like, yeah, we shouldn't argue about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so then he goes back on what he said, you know, and and then he decides that he's going to distract her by kissing her. And uh, yeah. yeah, even before that, he uses like a menu, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> he's using a menu, just like, oh yeah, just, what are we going to order? And then it's like, then she goes, it, that's, that's the, the wine, wine menu. menu. Oh yeah, like, oh, I thought there was, was lo- wonder- thought there was awful <laughs> lot of beverages on here. <laughs> yeah, awful lot of beverages. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so he's like, you love me? He's like, yeah. He's like, kiss me. And then he kisses her and then, like, just really, like, deeply kisses her and pushes her down into the seat. And then it gives original Doug and the date a time to, to jump, to run, to run out. out. Yeah. And uh, they, like, sit down with another couple for a second. And they're like, do we know you? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, and then they run, they get out eventually. And then, um, so this, I think, is when we're introduced to the next clone, right? Yes. And I was going to say, like, the next scene. Um, you see... Doug too is yeah. sitting on the couch watching a basketball game, and and then he and then the original Doug walks in and introduces us to now the now Doug three or um what's his name called he's like Rico. Well, he yeah, calls himself Rico, Rico later, but like I said, I think yeah. that was just for that that particular for the ladies. They don't right, they don't so, rename themselves that through the whole movie. Um, so. so so now we have Doug three, yeah. and Doug three is represents the other side of Doug, the sensitive the side, sensitive yeah, side, yeah. the more feminine side, the more um, you know understanding side. Some people call him you know, the gay the, Doug, <laughs> the gay clone of Doug. And stuff I don't. Like I, that. I, I mean, you, you could take it that way, but I don't think so. I think it's just he's the. They they really don't get into the. I mean, it, 
I would say probably for that there, time I period, think, they were I, going I for the like, feminineness, yeah. and it was supposed yeah, to be I've, taken as maybe like he was gay, but he was. That's such a 90s thing, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's some things in here that are very 90s, and I feel like the idea of the, you know, feminine automatically equaling that someone is, you know, gay or yeah. homosexual is kind of such a 90s stereotype. T- today it would be metrosexual. In the movie. It would be metrosexual. Yeah, it? perhaps metrosexual or it could even be bisexual. Sure. You know what I mean? It doesn't, they really don't delve into that. But all we know is he's more, he's just the opposite of Doug number two, yeah. who is the masculine, the masculine Doug. And and then, of course, the masculine Doug, Doug two, is like, like, no. Uh, like what? Yeah, what? Where's he gonna live? Where, right here where with he's you. Stay. He's like right here with you. He's like, he's a, hey, you needed a, you 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 said you needed a friend. and You were lonely, and there you go. Hey, Here's your hey, friend. You got a roommate. Hey, you got hey, a roommate. roommate. <laughs> it's yeah. And I mean, just... basically, uh, Doug three is kind of gonna handle the 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 day to day home stuff. Home stuff yeah. yeah, the home stuff, the cooking and the cleaning and all that kind of stuff. Yet again, kind of feeding into that feminine stereotype and whatnot. The idea that, you know, that those are quote unquote, you know, feminine acts are like, you know, you know, the cooking and the cleaning, which are typically seen as, you know, things that women only do. It's just yeah. you know, that whole that old world traditional styling that's extremely outdated. But it's just like that's what he's that's what he's going to be doing there. And basically it leaves up, you know, original Doug to do whatever, do whatever he wants. He wants. Go yeah. sailing. He actually, yeah, <laughs> I think that's where stuff. the sailing scene comes in. But, but the uh, so like the next morning we get our first scene with him in the family, with Doug uh, three in the family, and he's, um, you know, helping get get the kids ready for school, and then he's like, I'll he's like I'll drive the kids to school. You take some time for yourself to 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 uh, Andy McDowell's character, and uh, he's like, and when you get home, I'll give you a foot rub. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, and uh, and. Through the window, you see Doug one, and he's like watching. He's like, "Oh, okay, good job." <laughs> so then, that's when I think he goes off and does the sailing thing, and it doesn't work out. And and he uh, try, you know, he when he's talking with the, uh, the the guy that runs the the dock, he says that they have this like boat that they take out him and this uh, other this woman that runs the uh, dock with him, and says that he should come back and and take his take him and his wife out with it. So that you know that comes back later. And then I think we see him jump, bun- bungee jump. Oh yeah, there's one part where he like bungee jumps like off a dock or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. A bridge, and I guess he's just he's just living free. Yeah, he's I he's guess. doing things that he he probably thought about. You know, you could also say this is kind of like midlife crisis movie. You know, like he's doing. Yeah, I didn't even think. Of you know, that, like yeah. he's doing things he he had maybe never got a chance to do or whatever. He goes to a Lakers game. Um. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah, because it's yeah. Um, and he calls. He calls Doug. Th- he calls Doug three. three, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I was, I was on my way home, but I decided to stop at the Lakers game." And it's like, and it's like, "Yeah, I'll be home. I'll be home soon. You know, whatever." And like Doug, because Doug three is like, I guess they have to switch off at some point. Well, yeah, at some point they um, got to switch off. So, so he doesn't. He gets back late, but everybody's already in bed. So he he's kind of like yeah, getting in bed goes, like it's normal. And, then he, and Doug three is there, and he, <laughs> and he like freaks out. Yeah. And the original Doug just like falls off the bed and just like you know, and then Doug three plays it off as like yeah oh I just, just had <laughs> no a I, I he's, he's like he's like oh I had a bad dream and he's just like what was the dream about he's like I don't know I was sleeping, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah so you know he's like she's like he's like just go back to sleep, and so then it cuts to uh, original Doug bringing 
three into the into the apartment uh gr- and he's like what were you doing like uh, yeah. and doug too is just it's loving like, it he's just like sitting back like what like you yeah and he's but he also asked him like oh who won the like who won the lakers <laughs> he's like game? what were you sleeping with, sleeping in bed with he's like what was the score of the game he's like don't tell me what ask me what the score of the game is lakers won <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's all yeah, it's all doug two cares about well no that was doug three and that it's... asked him it was Doug three. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug, Doug three is like, yeah. Who won? Who oh. won the game? He's like, don't tell. Don't. He's like, don't try to distract me. He's like, Lakers yeah, won the game. <laughs> yeah, he straight. He straight up asks and like, uh, uh, you know, you know what? What happened? Did you, you know, sleep because... with my wife? It's like, no. Right. It's like I mamboed out of there. She might have tried to touch. He's like, whoa. Yes, yeah, you tried something. I, I mamboed out of there. What do you mean, what do you mean she wanted there? to go to bed? You know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were sitting up watching TV, and all of a sudden she wanted to go to bed. Yeah. So this is where the rule number one comes in. He's like, uh, right. he's like, this is a rule. You don't even want to slightly, you don't even bend this rule. It's like, no sleeping with my wife. No clone nookie. Okay? <laughs> it's like, original nookie only. And uh, so then they're like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. And so Doug leaves. And then uh, two and three are together. And he's like, did you do it? He's like, no. It's like, wimp. <laughs> so, but Yeah. And then, but then they decided. I I know this happens. I I don't know if you want to jump straight to this, but they decide to make another clone well, themselves. Or do you want to go into something? Before well, I'm trying that? to remember how quickly we. I th- I don't know if there was something between that or not. Um, I think what we saw between that was the um, there was a saving trip between Doug, original Doug, and. Um, the, the, um, I don't think I don't think he goes on that sailing trip yet. Uh, I, no, not yet. But no, he um, with Julie Bowen, um, who is just randomly shows up in the movie, and Julie Bowen, for people who don't know, she, you know, she was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. She was in you know, that show Modern Family, which just ended, and he gets off the, he gets off the boat with her, and the doctor's there, and the doctor invites him and his wife to go sailing yeah. with he and his wife, and they'll go, like, they go to Catalina, right? And and he says, like, oh, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll leave you alone so you can, you know, you know, basically make love on the on the boat and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, doctor, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, they get but, invited out, and then this is another scene, I think, where it starts to s- crawls more problems with the wife. Like, so she asks yeah. him about, like, going to Disneyland, yeah, yeah, she makes like an un, like a non-refundable trip to Orlando. But, but, but of course, World. he hasn't. He doesn't know about it because he wasn't he there to know hear about it. Because three no. was there, and he's the one that knows about it. <laughs> yeah, and he's the one that gave the okay. Yeah, like he's the one that's. And she's like, "You, you told me I could do it." <laughs> yeah, and then so it's causing he more friction. He's like, "She's like, you could have multiple personality disorder, bipolar." You know, like he's like, "No, like I don't." <laughs> well, and it just goes to show that this is both. A blessing and a curse because he's missing out on all of these family moments, these de- yeah. these family moments and details and you know decisions. You know he's he's, you know, he's getting kind of it over his head. Financial decisions yeah, and things like that. He's deciding to not. He's he's trying to deal with stuff by not dealing with it, and it's not. And and he's kind of having his kind of you could say selfish moment to you know to try to figure. Like I said, midlife crisis. Um, yes. So this is I think when we. He like gets surprised by the third Doug. Um, yes, when he goes up to talk to the other Dougs, and aren't aren't they like just watching a, TV like or double, something? Are they watching TV or is it just the time when they're on like a double date? 
I, I guess the, the double date happens in the middle of the night, yeah. That, yeah, this must be the double yeah. date where he walks in there and there. So there's loud music that wakes him up in the middle of the night. Yes, yes, yeah, and it's like, oh, what, what's playing? This is how this is we go- do it. Yeah, this is how we do it. This is how we do yeah. it. Very 90s right there. Um, <laughs> and we have Lance and Rico. <laughs> yeah, Lance and Rico. That's when we first they first start using those names, which I've been saying this whole time. But, uh, yeah, and they're on, like, a double date up there. And it's like, I guess they must have convinced these women that they're twins. Yeah, and, yeah. And they also live above a garage. Yeah. And then, of course, like, they're... they're, they're the you know, Lance, in. who is the there, number two... There's La- a lot of stuff in this movie that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, Lance, who's but... number two, is dancing with the girls, you know, sexy yeah, and everything. Yeah, very, uh, very sexual. Very and, sexual. And, and Rico, who's number three, is kind of sitting there like, God, I, I want to do that, but I'm too much of a pussy. And, you know, he's, <laughs> roughly. That is, he's like... I, nervous. He's really stuff. nervous. He doesn't want to do it. And so he... Suddenly... You know, number one comes in and he's like, "What? What are you doing? You can't just bring women up here." And it's like, "What are we supposed to live like a bunch of monks?" Like, <laughs> he's, and then the girls, of course, are like, "Whoa! How many of them are you?" It's like one is cuter yeah. than the next. <laughs> Doesn't he, yeah? There's a running joke throughout the movie where he where he keeps like complimenting them on their looks. It's like, You're two looking guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good looking guys, and it's you know it's, it's himself. Yeah, of course. <laughs> But, you know, then, so, then he makes the girls leave, and, you know, of course, they're pissed, yes. and he's like, could you go out the back alley, you know, like, keep quiet? He's like, sure. And then, like, they yell goodnight to Lance and Rico, <laughs> and then, you know, they leave. Yeah, and this is when he comes up with the idea that, okay, he's going to go on that boat Well, no, no, what Carolina. happens is, is after, as this argument's happening, then he realizes, he go, he runs to the bathroom, he runs towards the bathroom to go in the bathroom, and then that's when three is there. Remember, that's when three is okay. Yeah, that's when three is introduced. He like walks by and he's like, he comes back out and he's like, one, two, three. Well, no, he would he would be number four, wouldn't he? Well, that, that's what I'm math. saying. The fourth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dug. Yeah, he's dug four. Yeah. So so yeah. so he comes back out. You said three. He, he sees him. And he's like, he counts himself. He's like one, two, three, four, and then four says twelve. <laughs> yeah, and now now we're introduced to. Four. Lenny, basically. <laughs> he called himself Lenny. And Steve. He's a he ca- and he calls Doug of Steve. one of the clones. And he calls Doug Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he calls Doug Steve. And he's a clone of one of the clones. And then Rico basically, I don't know if it's Rico or Lance explains to him that, like, like yeah, uh, you know, a copy of a copy isn't as good as a copy from the original or something like that. And So he's, spe- so he's special. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's yet again. It's so day. It's a dated aspect yeah. of the movie, where they're using you know mental illness and you know things like that for comedic purposes. Sure, which is a very '90s thing to do. Growing up in the '90s, that was that was a thing that happened a lot. Um, so, so was using like homosexuality for for uh, comedy and all this kind of stuff. And transgender, um, you know. The, trans community for comedy and all that kind of stuff and it's you know and that's part that's one of the negative things i don't like about the movie um is the, the doug four is so unnecessary <laughs> and it's just in there just as for comedy reasons sure and some of the comedy isn't exactly great it's just like forced, it's just I would super say. goofy i don't know if that's it's super from just goofy. a modern perspective but um yeah so yeah and 
So, but he just kind of pops in and just does random like comedic stuff. Yeah. Like, like the, the way he's brushing his teeth, or the way like he's like shaving his face, or something like that. And this is, but this is when Doug comes up with the plan that he's gonna go on this boat trip to Catalina, but he needs, he basically needs uh, three. Re, uh, three to stay with his wife so that you know he can he can go and he reminds him about rule number one <laughs> right so he goes so he yeah so he goes to the boat and like the doctor's like oh where's your wife he's like oh yeah she's not gonna make it she's not she's not feeling well or something like that I mean I mean did he really have to go on this boat trip probably not but I think he wanted yet again I think he wanted to do it for selfish reasons there's a lot of you know we've been talking about a lot of like selfish Doug, and I think a lot of I mean just making the clones itself I think is a selfish thing. Well, I mean I think I think that what instead he of addressing the issue, yeah, I think what he learns over yeah. time is that it's about he needs to repurpose his his life goals. Like he's he's working just to work and just to get by when he's not he's he's not really living life. He's just right. getting through life, you know, just trying to make it. And so he has to he, he figures out that uh, over especially when events happen near the end of the movie that he needs to repurpose his outlook on life and, you know, make change, actually make changes and not just right. add and, to the problem. And what is fascinating to me is the whole time he's on the boat trip, he's just vomiting over the side. Yeah. So I'm like, well, was it really worth it for all this? I guess was not. It, was it, it's kind of funny because his dogs are just like following him around while he's crawling well, I mean, from one side of the I boat th- to the other. I think, what it, I think what it kind of symbolizes is that, when he's not with his family, he's miserable. Well, not only that, it just it even goes to show once again, no matter, and now he's got, you know, two clones doing things for him, and he's still hitting, hitting yeah, walls. Yeah, it's still not working, problems. yeah. So, it's still not yeah, working. Yeah, so what happens is he goes off on the trip, and we go back to Doug 3, who's, you know, doing his thing, and... <clears throat> he's, yeah, he's, try, he's, he's try- trying his hardest to stay stay vigilant. Yeah, so... Stay, yeah. stay on task. So, Andy McDowell, yeah, Andy McDowell advice, comes you know, out she, with a nice, you know. I know. Mm. I mean, it's it, she looks very, very attractive, yes. and she's really, you know, hard pressing him sexually. And they had this whole idea where he would like, if anything happens, you know, fake like you're sick. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, start coughing, and they like, oh, just, oh, I can't do it. Just start coughing, yeah. and he tries it, and it doesn't work. It does not work. And this is when we drift into another, I would say, dated, problematic point of the movie for many. I mean, I mean, even me included is this, this, you know, I mean, it, it's tough to navigate these shores here. But like, so they end up sleeping together. And then through series of situations, she ends up kind of sleeping with all of the clones. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean, we go through it, but like. We'll go through <clears throat> it. But I mean, like, that's what ends up happening. And, and it, it it's supposed to be funny in context of when it came out. But from a modern perspective, it's kind of. Kind of gross. <laughs> it's kind it, of. It, it, it is kind definitely of, gross. Definitely. Yeah, it it's gross in the sense like you come up with all of these kind of, with all of these ideas like um you know uh, consent and things like that, and then we come up with this whole and then we you know it, we kind of go back to what we were talking about before. Are they Doug or are these these the, clones more than just Doug? Are they are they their own people? And if they are their own people, then we drift into. Well, you know, I, I think I think you know, probably probably in a simplified about. point yeah. of view. You could say they're just they're just copies of Doug, so they are Doug. I mean, they even say it right. in the movie, "I am you." 
So right. what's but the then, harm, right? But like we've been saying that they all have their own personality traits. <clears throat> they all have their own wants and needs. Yeah. So are they their own? They're are they their own people as well? And it's like and when we get into that area, it gets a lot more, you know, gross it, and it, da- it, honestly, it is. I mean, and 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 I'm not going to sit yeah. here and defend them elements of the of the movie. I I, right. I agree with you, but you know, sometimes there's things that are um, dated about the movies that you love. And, oh, of course. And, 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 of course. and, you know, you, you take what you can and, you know, um, you know, yeah. And you just, that's all, mo- a lot of movies, especially older films, there's got to be, there's got to be context. And then, oh, yeah. you know, you, I mean, I see this all the time. I, I mean, especially in today's culture uh, where people don't, people tend to don't, they don't take the context of the movie. They don't take, they don't go into any type of, um, research or backstory or context or anything like that and we'll just automatically dismiss something that was made you know 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago and I'm like well, I, things evolve over time you know people you know things move and change and, constantly and, you can't you can't apply modern day you know uh, context to something that happened 20, 30, and, 40, and, 50, and it's okay to be upset ago. about them things yeah oh yeah there's no like you can you can be like hey you know what I don't like that because I, it's gross, and I, you know what I mean? Like, in this context, you can be like, you know what, I think that this is non-consensual sex, therefore it is it is raped in certain perspectives. Sure. You can say, you can have that argument, and... and if anything, it's definitely manipulative, valid. obviously. I right. mean, it's, I, wouldn't, I don't know that I'd say rape, but it's definitely gross. It's like if you had right. an actual twin and you got your twin to sleep with somebody unknowingly. Yeah. Um, Which... Sadly, I'm pretty sure it happens. I'm sure it happens, it's, but um, it's pretty terrible. But so, getting back um, on track, I don't but, want... in the, but back getting back into the plot, like I just wanted to like point sure, out to yeah. make that sure to people out there that yeah, it's it's a problematic. It's element supposed to, this to be movie. comedic that that and basically role number heavily comedic, but but, but, but basically that role number one was thrown out the window, broken. Yeah, you know, like, it's not it's not sadistic. It's not sadistic, but it's still problematic. Sure, like we're not talking like straw dogs level of sadistic sexual no, assault no. here. So basically like what that. happens is 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 we don't even see the sex you happen. You don't even really see the coming. sex happen. So it's like he wakes up with her with number 3 and he talks about how he she's like what well, it was interesting that you cried. It's like yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you react like, like that before. before. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so she's like I want to get some, you know, ice cream or something. And he's like no, nah, I'm good. So she goes down by herself and then we cut to uh, two and four who are up in the apartment and four is just terrorizing the place. He's eating everything in the whole apartment. He's like, he's like, did you eat the baloney? He's like, where's, did you eat all the food? And he like, he's like, count chocolate. <laughs> oh, we also know that he likes pizza. He likes pizza a lot. That's important. I, I'm That's pretty important. sure this, did, I mean, who I'm pretty sure he, he used me as a reference for the character. Cause Steve is my name, Steven. And I do right. like pizza. So that's true. Yeah. What is, what is, I mean, like I said earlier, you see, it's really fascinating the way Keaton plays all these different characters. Yeah. Like I said, really shows his, his range, diver- diversity and I range. Mean, we already know even he's in four. I mean, we already I mean, know he's got range. Call. I mean, Beetlejuice and I mean, but this is him yeah, playing a all, normal person, you know, but, but it's all within the same movie. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, he's basically playing four different characters in the same movie. With one character having a full arc, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, with going one through a change arc, basically, yeah. and so you know 
he eats all the food, and, and so number two's like, I got to go in the house. I got to go in the main house. Yeah, I got to go get some food. So he goes in the kitchen, and there's Annie McDowell just in a shirt, just in like this button-down shirt, you know. And she's eating eating ice, ice cream, cream or something. And he's like, oh, uh, shit, you know. He's like, oh, <laughs> you decided you want some. Come over here. So then he's like, yeah, I, know. Yeah, I yeah, I will have some. <laughs> He resists as well. He kind of resists he for like five seconds, and then like five, she but it's jumps the masculine up on him. Dog. Yeah. It, yeah, and he they end up um, sleeping together on the couch. Yeah, isn't it? Doesn't isn't? Yeah, he like lifts. Yeah, her he, up dra- and like he that throws her on the couch and he jumps carry. over the couch. Yeah, and then yeah, and there's um, and then it, and then it cuts um, till time time later, and he's like, she's like, yeah, ooh, that was really lapse. athletic. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's better and than then, the stairmaster. <laughs> Yeah, and then he leaves, and then she goes upstairs. Well, what happens is, is it starts oh, to no. rain. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, it starts to rain. Yeah, and so he, he and, she's like, "Oh, the windows the- on the car are still up, are still down." So he runs out there to, to close the car windows, and at the same time, number four, who's been outside, runs in, <laughs> who's drenched now. Yeah, well, at, well, as she's going upstairs, he yells up the stairs, uh, Lance, the. You know, yeah, he tells he tells number he goes. He's like, "Yeah, okay, all right, honey, so, I'll, yeah. I'll go do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to tell the other one that to hit to she's number two up. that she's coming back up and you're gonna need to hide. Yeah. He's gonna need to hide. So and then that's when four comes in. Yeah, and and then he and then she sees him drenched, and she's like, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, you got all drenched. So she brings him up to the bathroom where, um, <laughs> where where no, she's where undressing him is hiding to, in the shower. Yeah, he, number two's in the shower hiding, and so she's undressing four, you know, getting the wet clothes off, and then of course. He has an erection, <laughs> and she's just like, "Wow!" <laughs> yep. And then his face, <laughs> number four's face, looking at number two, he's just like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> and she's like, "Again? Do you need to have sex again?" Okay. Yep. And then, yep. And then that. Yep. He calls so it his the, peppy. So, he calls it his peppy. Yeah. <laughs> so all the rule, all the rules are broken, and. And then I think, yeah, so this is when... Doug comes back. Um, Doug does come back. And and basically, he does find out that they all they all, they all all broke that rule. Well, actually, um, I mean, it goes back well, first. It, does, does she have... Yeah, does she have the scene with number four before he comes back and, and, and talks with all of them? Yeah, yeah, so... Yes. Yeah, so what happens actually next is, is that um, number two gets sick. From going yes. out in the rain, yes. it gets sick, yes. and so they had like, like got a cold. Yeah, they had a big job that they were. He, he needed, to, you know, they were having an inspection. Yeah, the inspectors were coming in, and so number three has to cover for him because he's sick. And of course, number three doesn't know anything about anything the, about job. the job. Yeah, doesn't know about construction or anything. Well, like he that. knows about construction, so, but he doesn't know the job. I mean, like he's right, and they're and they're but they're asking him questions like, "Oh, why did you, you know, make you know." They were they were talking Fire about an the, uh, like a gas line and how they yeah, only there's like yeah, like a like a separation of like uh, why'd you use two inch versus one why'd you use one inch versus two inch and then so he calls up you know Doug number two because basically to save money and whatnot but anywho that gets botched and they end up getting fired yeah so and, yeah um, so he well, Doug ends he Doug ends up getting fired yeah so now that's when he uh, uh, he now the original Doug comes home and he finds out that uh, and then Doug four okay yeah. Doug Ford's in the garage doing God knows what, and uh, 
probably shouldn't be around whatever tools and stuff are in the, that garage. Yeah. But, and then, so basically, Andy McDonald's kind of have this serious, like, not breakdown mode, but serious mode. Well, yeah, because like, right before that, she ran into number two, who was sick, and number two... Because she, she's like, she apparently moved around stuff during the day so that he can go to that meeting to go to that inspection. And he's like, well, I missed it, I guess. And she's like, but I moved around my day. And he's like, what do you want a medal or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then she Basically, slaps him. Yeah, being an ass. And then, um, then she goes to talk to him later, but it's number four in the garage doing n- whatever. He's got a saw in his hand. We don't, that's not good. And, uh, so you don't. Re- she doesn't ever really see his face, and she's like expressing herself, saying like, "When you talk to me like that, it makes me feel like you don't care. You say you're gonna fix things, but you never do." And then, what does number four have to say? I want pizza. Yeah, I want pizza. She's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "I want pizza. Give me your pizza." Yeah, she she also <laughs> mentioned like he never, he never, um, you know, pro- he promised her that he would fix up the house, yeah. and he never did. And, yeah, that's when the whole pizza thing, and then basically she gets all upset and takes the kids and leaves. It goes to her leaves. her parents' goes house. Goes to her parents. Yeah. yeah. So then the original and Doug, Doug returns. Yeah. 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 And he learns that his wife has left, he's lost his job, and all the, clone, <laughs> all the clones have slept with his wife. So his, his, his it's rock plan bottom. of having all these clones has just fallen into pieces. Yeah. Um, and so basically his grand plan... Well... To win her back is to have all of them. Well, he doesn't know what to do and, at first, and then yeah, he kind of gets it from number four that he heard some stuff, and then he's like starts to bribe him with Coca Cola, <laughs> as one does. As one yeah, does. and he's he's just like I don't remember, and he like pours some like Coca Cola in his glass, and he's like, she says she don't fix stuff. He's like, what? I don't fix stuff. Yeah, she's scared. She says you don't fix stuff. And so he gets that he figures it out that you know she is upset that he's not at the things he promised he he's not you know living living up to, up to and and not being a good husband and not being a good father and um so he decides he's gonna you know fix up the the house and the backyard he, he, enlists, and, the, he enlists the help of all the clones yeah, they all get their own shirt with their number on it yeah we get a fi- we get a fixing up building up montage and then who else comes back Sean Eugene Levy. Levy shows up. Yeah, Eugene Levy shows up. <laughs> or Eugene up. Levy, I'm sorry. I'm thinking yeah, of the he, director, he, Sean Levy. <laughs> you are thinking, yeah. Any, they, um, so they're all, like, fixing up, and... He, it's funny is, is he sees all the, like he sees all the twins. The thing is, is there's a scene where he meets all the all the Dugs at once. All the Dugs. And he just looks at him, he's like, all right, let's get to work. And he's just yeah. like... <laughs> let's roll. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's just do it. And so they end up doing it, they end up fixing up the house, and then there's... An emotional moment between. Well, there's a scene uh, where he, he goes to, to get, get his wife, win her back. Yeah, he basically. goes to get her. And he's like, he tries to act all tough at first, like you know, masculine. Is just like, uh, like I'm not gonna beg. I'm not gonna do it. And then she's like, I don't know. He's like, oh please. <laughs> he like breaks down. He's like, please come home. He's like, it's like just come home. I need to show you something. Like, and so he brings her home and surprises her with the house looking like awesome. And um, yeah, she loves yeah, it. And- she loves it, and he has a whole like you know a spiel about you know, you know how he spiel about he knows how that he loves her and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and then a reconciliation occurs, and then all the Dugs uh, move away. All three. <laughs> well, of them. yeah. So we're at the end, and uh, now that you know it's time for them to move on, and they're so they all gather in a cat in some kind of convertible. Ec- 
convertible. I don't know where they got that yeah, from, but yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it was an old car he had in the garage that we never saw. Um, oh, maybe. Um, Makes sense. And uh, so they're leaving, and they're saying they're gonna gonna go to California. Um, yeah, but he uh, she sees them in the or, car, or maybe it was Florida. Kids... Was it Florida? Yeah, they go to Miami. Yeah, Florida. they go to Miami. Yeah. Because they're in California, but they said they're going to stop in Las Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but she sees them in the car, and then she like, thinks she's hallucinating. <laughs> and she's like, she tells her kids, like, you know, you can really tell when you love someone when you see them everywhere. Yeah. Or everything reminds them of you. Yeah. Of them. Everything reminds you of them. And, yeah, apparently, and then there's a whole, like, kind of, like, narration at the end where they, they moved, they moved uh, to Miami, Florida, and they, they started a pizzeria called Three Guys from Nowhere <laughs> in Miami, and they're, they're, you know they're masquerading as triplets. Yeah, and and Lance is is the business the businessman of the shop, and serves the customers. And I think uh, you know Rico is he's doing you know, the he's, he's cooking pizzas, and Lenny is the delivery boy who as who thinks he's a paper boy and starts and he and he's throwing the pizzas on people's lawns. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's how the movie ends. Is like him mid throw. Yeah, on a bicycle. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the end of the movie. That's, that's the end of multiplicity. That's multiplicity. Um, so, uh, so how do you feel, Andrew, about 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 uh, about the movie? I, 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 on upon you know initially I watched it. it one, if the movie's like nearly two hours long, if it, it it feels a little too long for for its plot a little bit. I felt like the first hour moved really fast, and the second hour is is, is you know slower. Um, it does get into its main plot very quickly. Um, I think Michael Keaton's great in it. I yeah. think he's fantastic, and I think Annie McDowell, for the little role she's in, is is fantastic as always. Um, you know, there's some there's some you know, like I said, like dated issues with it and stuff like that, and stuff that doesn't really quite hold up to today. To today, but I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's not a great movie. It's kind of in the middle for me. Sure, you, I would you say find it to be it's, an average. It, there's movie. some fun parts, and there's some part. There's some comedy that works, some comedy that doesn't work. You know? Yeah, I think I think I think me liking it a little more than you is more nostalgia for me because I saw it. Yeah, you've probably seen it multiple times. Yeah, I've multiplicity. Multiplicity. <laughs> you've seen it multiplicity times. I have. Also, that um, the movie poster is terribly misleading. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's making you think the there's going to be like fifty Dugs. I thought there was like seven or eight clones. No, there's like three. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. There's Doug. There's Doug two, three, and four. There's only three clones, and and original it's just, only, yeah, you know, four I mean, guys. Yeah, they make it seem as if there's like ten of these guys, and I'm like, what? Maybe there'll be sequels. I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But um, who knows? yeah, I, I, you know, I've seen this a lot of times. I've seen probably seen this movie ten or fifteen times, and um, I, I really enjoy it. I and I saw your, you know, we both used Letterboxd. And you gave it a three, which is, is I think is good. Out of five. Yeah, three out yeah, of five. I think a it's, that's a, that's a good out, rating. I, I'd probably give it maybe a half a star higher, maybe like a three and a half. Yeah, it's in that three, you know, a little between, you know, three, three and a half for me personally. Like I said, you know, mid-range. Yeah. Mid-range comedy for me. I mean, I mean the IMDb rating, for those of you who gives a crap about the IMDb rating, 6. I think 1. is like, is it 6.1? Yeah. Yeah, 6.1, which... I mean, makes a little makes some sense to me, but I mean, obviously, IMDb ratings are not the end all be no. all, and they're usually woefully inaccurate because usually. people can manipulate the heck out of those ratings by like, like rating something either really high or really low, and kind of just effing with the rating. Um, I mean, and also ratings in general 
are kind of everything is subjective, guys. Stuff. You can you can like yeah. it or you don't. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> it's, sometimes it's tough when we you know like certain episodes we have a hard time keeping up with the the plot uh, in the right order. But uh, we hope that if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie and so you're kind of with us. Um, and uh, yeah, that's multiplicity. Um, now we're at this point where oh no, we have to pitch next episode. So it's Andrew's okay. turn. And oh my goodness! You kind of hinted that he wanted have... to do something light again, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I want to go light again, just to, you know, just because you know we've been going so heavy to start off this new phase of the podcast. And man, I was thinking he wants to do the whole series of The Wire. Now I was getting yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do all of the movies uh, of uh, the Human Condition. Oh, okay, let's, uh, do, let's that. do all of. Um, um, but I'm thinking. I mean, this is a modern film. Modern. And I think it's gonna, yeah. I want to do it. Okay, go for it, man. I want to do it. I want to do it mostly because I know Steven's gonna dig oh. it, and I think it's a film that I more people need to see. And I keep telling people to watch it, but no one listens. No one listens to me. Um, I'm gonna go with Sing Street. Oh my God! Yeah, I just Andrew I, I'm loves me. Like John Carney, 2016. I don't know. I wanted to do something that's um because I love. The coming of age story. Yeah, and, you know they always make coming of age films, and they, there's a lot of repetition in coming of age films. But this one has nuance to it. And I was gonna do this, or I was gonna do um, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Uh-huh. It's another one of my favorite kind of yeah, coming yeah. of age films. But that would have just that movie makes me weep at the end. So we don't need do Andrew crying lighter. on the podcast. Yeah. that might be a little rough. I think this came out around the same time as Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. I think. I think Sing Street might be a little bit newer. Later, yeah. I I want to say that Meteor on the Dying Girl is probably like 2014? No, 15, so I was close. I was close. But I wanted to do Sing Street. It's modern, and, you know, it's a musical, but, and I know there are a lot of people who don't like musicals out there, so hopefully this would be something that could convince people to watch We could also musicals, debate on... Especially John Carney. We, we, we could also debate on the fact that the term musical because I don't agree with the term musical with this movie, but really, what do you, what would you, I say? mean, I said, it's definitely a movie about music, but a musical to me is where music and reality meld together, together. Like you're, you're singing in the rains or your, or your hmm. West side stories where you, people break into song. Um, right. To me, the music is the mechanism of the story. So it's about music, you know. I don't. I wouldn't say musical. The only um, way, the only reason I say musical is because there are literally. I, I think you could broadly musical sequences. You in could the movie. definitely broadly but, say that yeah. this is a musical, but I guess I just, in my mind, just like how you organize your movie collection very right, right. strategically, I organize that in my mind as being not traditional musical. Um, so I just say it's a movie about music. Um, yeah, and the love. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, something very you know much my probably I'm very in the in the the um <laughs> small group there that thinks that way. But um, but yeah, I love. Might as well be my pick. Um, Andrew, the last couple picks, well, that, he's basically been picking yeah. my stuff. I want to list. I want to watch. So I need to do him a well, favor on the next one. Um, yeah, I know. See, uh, yeah, I know. Throw me a bone. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna throw but you a bone like, on the next one. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, it's. It's a modern coming of age movie that I think would 
woefully underrated in 2016. I know it was the year La La Land came it. out. Yeah, and well, La La Land kind of stole it in terms of you know the musical, the music aspects yeah, yeah. to it. Um, kind of overshadowed everything in music that year. But it's a movie that I think Stephen and I like bonded over from one of around the first time we met. Yeah. So it has kind of those origins to it as and well. And like you said, John Carney, I think he's a very underrated. Yeah, we we'll, we'll, we can get into his like you like to call it his um love uh, like, love and music trilogy. Yeah, like like yeah. Because because he, he did two other movies before this one called Once and which got nominated for some Oscars. And then, um, uh, yeah. then the middle movie. I, I still haven't seen it. It's yeah. great, yeah. And, then, and the middle and begin again. Yeah, begin again's the middle yeah. movie, and that has Karen. That's actually a, a, a American film, I think. Uh, technically, um, it's uh, yeah, it's got Mark Ruffalo, Kieran Knightley, and Kieran Knightley, and what's his name, Adam uh, Levine, Adam Levine is which in I think he's friends with him because he did music and he did a song for Sing Street. Oh, in in that. that it's Maybe the song at the very end of the movie is uh, Adam. Uh, Levine song. Um, oh, okay. And I really like the message of Sing Street. We'll get into that. Yeah. So um, that's exciting. Yeah. Next time. Cool. Yeah. Well, that that is it for this episode of uh, Cinema Discovery Project. Where can we find you, Andrew? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Capzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Capzilla Productions. And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Cinema Discovery Project or. Uh, letterboxed at Cinema Discovery. That will be it for this episode, and hey, keep on watching them movies. I know I will. 